our new bestie has changed how we track our investments. Why have over 400,000 investors chosen ShareSite? It's simple. This online investment dashboard for your investment portfolio supports over 500,000 stocks, ETFs, and funds, plus integrated with more than 200 platforms, ensures your entire investment portfolio is organized and accessible in one place. Move beyond the limited insights from brokerage statements. ShareSite offers a comprehensive view of your financial performance, including analyzed reports, dividend gains, and the impact of currency fluctuations, all through intuitive graphs and visualizations. But here's the best part. For the investee besties out there, ShareSite is offering a special deal. Save four months when you purchase an annual premium plan. It's time to dive deep into performance metrics, streamline tax reporting, and share your portfolio with ease. Join the link in the episode description to sign up to ShareSite now and transform your investment experience. Welcome to Girls That Invest. Today's Monday, which means we're bringing you Money Confessions, a weekly series where you tell us your deepest, darkest money secrets or hot takes. You're joined today by Sim, and I am so excited to be here. Before we get into this week's Money Confession, I just have to share something with you. I have fallen in love with press-on nails, and I always used to think that press-on nails were like things that you would do when you were 15, and I didn't know why stores still sold them, but I have to admit, I went to a wedding, I actually went to Maya's wedding, and Prior to the wedding, everyone was just putting these like stick on nails on, um, like gluing them on. And I was like, you know what? Maybe I could do that too. I did it. It has changed my life. They obviously came off after a week or two. I went back and I bought more and I bought them and I've had so many compliments on my nails. And the best part is if a nail breaks, I have like a spare stick on that I can just glue back on and... Uh, guys, I'm just, I have found the future. The future is press on nails. I just cannot believe no one told me about this and it saves me so much money and so much time. But anyway, moving swiftly along from nails, let's talk about a very, very interesting and sadly very stressed out confessionist today. Now, before we get into the episode, we want to thank our season sponsor, Rentap. Paying rent is a hassle, but what if we told you there's an easier and more straightforward way? Meet RentApp, your ultimate rent-paying sidekick. No more ATM trips, no more checks, and no more app juggling. RentApp deposits your rent directly into your landlord's account hassle-free. Plus, it's free to you, and your landlord doesn't need an account either. But here's the kick. RentApp doesn't just stop at rent. They're all about helping you build a brighter financial future. There's even an option to report rent payments to boost your credit score, making home ownership more achievable. For our GTI listeners, we've got an exclusive deal. Use our referral link rent.app/gti for $50 cash back on your first rent payment. Ready to simplify? Check out the referral link in the description or head over to rent.app slash GTI and make rent a breeze. Dear Sim, thank you so much for the podcast and sharing all your insights. I really had no idea where to start investing. 
As a young investor, I felt so lucky to have come across the podcast and I'm ready to plan my future. I was reading about high interest debt in the Girls That Invest book. I'm a medical student studying in the UK and I currently owe about £80,000 in student loan debt with a 7.1 interest rate on my student loan. I have worked really hard while at university together with some savings from my parents. I've saved enough money to pay off my student loan. However, I was really looking forward to putting this money towards buying my first property. And now I realize I will have to start from the beginning if I pay off my student loan. In the UK, everything you earn above £27,000, you pay 9% of that back towards your student loan. Most students in the UK don't end up paying their loans fully and they get it written off after 30 years. However, as I will be a potential high earner, I may end up paying the full amount plus interest. Do you think I should put this money towards buying a property or paying off my debt? Oh, this is really interesting. This is such a common dilemma and I cannot tell you how many times we've come across this in so many different parts of the world because while I live in New Zealand and my student loan was interest free, that's not majority of the world. In the US, the UK, Australia, Canada, most countries in the world, student loans have a high interest rate. Australia's is inflation adjusted, which is quite interesting. So I am so glad that you have brought this up because this is something that continues to be an issue with so many people. And unfortunately, so many students end up realizing that they might have to make a choice right now. First of all, let's just have a quick conversation about how difficult it is to be in this world right now. We grow up, like we grew up being told if you go to school and you study and you work really, really hard, Sim, then you are going to be able to buy your dream house and have your dream car and live your dream life. And even someone who went on to study extremely hard, harder than so many of their peers and has gone on to become a doctor, you would have imagined that at least our beautiful friends that became doctors didn't have to pick or choose what to do we had this almost like dream or fairy tale if you want to call it this understanding where we thought if I was going to go to school get a good job that I would make enough money to pay off my student loan and buy a house and buy an investment property or shares and just like live my life happily ever after and it's so I don't want to say saddening, maybe disheartening, maybe just realistic. It's so realistic to hear that, well, actually, no matter where you are in your journey, even if you make good money or you're about to make good money, you still have to make choices such as, do I buy a home or do I pay off my £80,000 student loan debt? Now, the best thing to understand when it comes to debt management is there is no right way of doing it. No one's going to look at this question and say to you, oh my God, of course you should pay off the student loans. That's so high. That's incredible. Do it. No one's going to say to you, of course you should buy property. You know, you're in the UK. It's only going to get more expensive. You're going to just, you know, regret not buying it. And there's so many things that you need to consider, but let's start off with the student loan dilemma to begin with. Paying off your student loan has some pros. 
First is that if you pay off more of your student loan, you actually get a higher pre-approval rate for a mortgage because the banks will look at you, look at all the debt that you have and go, okay, you actually only have £70,000 worth of debt. We can loan you a little bit more for a house for someone that has £8,000. So that's a big pro. Another pro of paying down your student loan is you're going to be able to have less stress because you have such a high interest rate. 7.1% is not nice. It is not easy. It is not fun. And that is going to unfortunately continue to grow. So you might feel like you're just tackling it head on and you're going to perhaps sleep easier at night. For business owners, every transaction is more than just a swipe of the card. It's the culmination of your hard work, dedication, and commitment to your customers. That's why I'm excited to share with you a game-changing solution that's simplifying the way businesses like yours accept payments. Introducing Tap to Pay on iPhone, powered by Stripe. Contactless payments has never been easier. You can seamlessly accept contactless payments directly from your iPhone, and the best part, there's no additional hardware required. Think about it. From local pop-ups to global retailers, Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe cater to businesses of all sizes, empowering them to accept payments right from their iPhones. It's a game changer for businesses looking to scale quickly and stay flexible with quick setup that takes minutes, not days. So how can Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe benefit your business? It's simple. Increased revenue, expanded reach and enhanced customer experience. It's a win-win-win. To learn more about how Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe can transform your business, visit stripe.com slash tap iPhone today. One of the downsides of paying off your student loan is, of course, what we call opportunity cost. You can't use that money to go off and buy a house. You can't use that money to put into shares and then grow enough money in those shares to buy a house. Another downside of paying off your student loan is, well, Like you said, you kind of feel a bit bummed that if you're paying your student loan off, you feel like you're starting again from zero. You feel like you're starting from scratch. You've got all this money saved. You've worked really hard. You've, you know, clearly put so much down. And if you put money towards your student loan, you're going to be starting, quote unquote, from the beginning again. I really want to challenge that last part because think about it this way. Let's say you have £20,000 and you've got $80,000 worth of student debt. If you take that money and use it to pay off some of your student loan, you are not starting from the beginning. You now have the exact same net worth. You have started off with minus £80,000. You had plus $20,000. You then put that money towards your student loan, which was going to continue to grow and snowball. And you still, basically, you had a net worth of minus £60,000. And now you still have a net worth of minus £60,000. So it's important to remember that, yes, while you don't have that cash in hand, you still absolutely, without a doubt, are not starting from zero. You're not going backwards. You are growing your wealth by paying down debt. 
The absolute best way to have a really financially sound life where you can go off and do the things that are more important to you because, you know, sitting around and talking about money, it's not the thing we want to do forever. It's the thing that we want to use as a tool to have a good life. We want to, you know, imagine ourselves waking up and you're in your house that you've been able to buy and you're paying down the loan of that house. You go to your job that you were able to get with you know, a vocational degree like medicine, which unfortunately does have a loan, but you're paying it off. You have surplus money because you are spending less than you make and you are investing the rest of it. And sometimes investing your money looks like paying down debt. Because if you pay down a loan that is of a high interest rate, you're basically saying, I do not want to be paying a higher and higher and higher interest rate in the future. I do not want that money snowballing because 80,000 pounds today on a 7% interest rate, if you kept that interest rate for another seven years, is a lot of money. And that, weirdly, might also be more money that you made if you invested the 20,000 pounds. I keep using the 20,000 pounds as an example. But that's something to think of. Now, property ownership, putting that money towards buying a house. The pros of that are often very obvious. You know, you have leverage, putting £20,000 down could let you buy a house that is worth £100,000. And you can really, you know, jump onto the property ladder. That's a really great thing. Another benefit is house prices are... I don't want to say at their lowest that they're going to be, but they're a little bit cheaper right now because interest rates are high, because people are not being able to buy homes. You could snag yourself a deal. Another benefit of property ownership is the long-term way of growing wealth. You're also diversifying. You're not just putting your money into paying down debt and saving and putting it in the share market. Having one property investment might be a really good idea, whether that's something that you live in and eventually rent out or something that you have and rent out straight away. It's also an aspirational thing, especially for many young adults to own a home. It's a beautiful thing to be able to say, I was able to do that and it's an investment that I can touch and see. So it is important to think about the pros. The cons of property ownership is once you buy a property, you also have a lot more expenses at hand. And so I can imagine you know, put a bit of money down to buy a home, you also then have to think about rates and stamp duty and debt that you get accumulated, maintenance costs, the cost of lawyers to buy the home, tax if that's something that you need to get an accountant for. And so sometimes property can be a fantastic idea, but sometimes if you end up with the wrong kind of home, you end up spending a lot more of your hard-earned cash every single month towards your property. I once had a friend in the UK who had a rental property that was, you know, a couple of hours away from her house and she ended up having to fork out a lot of money because it turns out that her home was turned into a drug den by her tenants and she had no idea, obviously left her very distraught, but these things can sometimes happen. 
when you're weighing up what you should do, it's so important to think about the risk versus reward. You know, the overall theme here, the overall goal here that I can see that you're trying to achieve is you want to have financial freedom and you want to live a life where you are choosing what you do. You're wanting to be able to wake up and just not have to stress about money. And you are in such a good position to start off with because you are young. You are already thinking about investing. Yes, you have a lot of debt, but it's not something that you cannot pay off. And you've just got to assess the risk and rewards in this situation. You've got to think about how they align with your long-term financial goals. I wish, I'm going to be a little bit like a therapist. You know, when you go to a therapist and you're like, hey, I have a problem. And they're like, let's talk about how you would solve this. And you're like, no, no, no. I have a problem and I need you to solve it for me. And they're like, let's talk about it. You're like, just tell me what to do. I'm going to be a little bit like a therapist here and say that I am not going to tell you what to do. I am not going to say, hey, you should, you know, pay down that loan or hey, you should buy that house. I think that there are so many factors at play here, the ones that we have talked about. I think you should make that pros and cons list, sit on it for a week, see which one makes you feel better because, hey, there is no rush. You do not have to buy a house tomorrow. You do not have to pay your student loan off tomorrow. Have a think about it. Decide which one makes you feel better because either way, you cannot go wrong. Now, I hope you enjoyed this episode. If you have a money confession or a hot take, send us a DM or email us at hello at girlsatinvest.com and you may just be featured in next week's episode. See you next week. And as always, to finish off with the disclaimer. Girls That Invest does not provide personalized investing advice for your individual needs. We are not financial advisors. The advice from Girls That Invest exists for educational purposes only and should not be relied upon to make an investment or financial decision. Advice from Girls That Invest is general in nature and does not consider your individual circumstances. Always do your research and please do your due diligence.